okay. And I get a notification now. Wow. Oh, yeah, you get a notification, like, disclaimer that you're being recorded. And, yeah. The All Things Techie Podcast is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E, media.ie. It's the All Things Techie Podcast, episode 53. Yeah, we're, we're like in, in our 50s now, you know, um, not, no, 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 not, not us. I feel like it's in it, it, Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, uh, shall, we just, shall we just start on the whole topic, Simon, of uh, being a daddy with like young kids? Yeah, that time, like, time, like, what age is Rosine? Or, sorry, Rosine. What age is Rebecca? And then what age is Ben? It's Ben. Ben's like four months now, and Rebecca's six. She's nearly six. Six in six, uh, six, less than a month. Yeah, that's so, right. I should know this. I'm, I'm the godfather. I should know this. We've been told. So at the moment, we're going through Christmas or Christmas birthday presents. And what do we want? Who's coming to the party? What See, kind of party? That's a terrible thing, Simon. Like, you know, like you have the Smith's catalogue that comes out just mm-hmm. at Rebecca's birthday and at Christmas. Oh, we circled because... it yesterday. That's oh, yeah. We went through it yesterday, circling things. <laughs> and then I went through it in circles, but I want. <laughs> <laughs> but but what were you thinking? You know, what were you thinking? You know, like uh, at least with with. Kieran and, and Rosine, you know, like, <laughs> I think I'm done now at this stage. I, I don't know. I don't know what 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 would Jen like me saying that to to all our our listeners. But like, God, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, no, it is tiring. But but and then I'm always asked, okay, can I watch Netflix? Oh, can I watch Now TV? Can I watch YouTube Kids? Kids. So yeah. I've yeah, already, like I've already learned some recommendations. I'm going to write that. Here's here's two AV pros that will actually hand on heart admit that like we don't get to watch TV on our big 55 or 65 inch screens, you know, because it's literally YouTube Kids or on my phone. Or yeah, if it's not on the TV, I have I don't. It's my my phone. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. we have we have five G phones, and guess what we use them for? Watching YouTube Kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually I've just learned keep the old phone. And that's now become the watching TV phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, but yeah, actually, while on the topic of this, you know, like actually, this is this is one of the topics that I just, I I actually was going to bring up is that Sky are getting rid of all their satellite dishes and just saying, oh, okay, well, we don't need to do satellite dishes, which actually is probably very environmentally friendly because all these satellite dishes are metal and junk on every building. If you look yeah, around, it's you know, ugly. It's ugly. It's about the time we got rid of satellite dishes. Mm. Like, unless they're up in the sky. Imagine mm. how much junk there's up in the sky. Anyways, but, like, they're getting rid of them and it's going internet-based. Like, so, yeah, everything's going to be streaming. Yeah, but it's this whole cut the cord. Like, if you go in the States, it's a massive thing. Like, most, most cable operators are probably gone at this point. And everyone's your Hulu, Peacock, Netflix... I can't even hear Paramount plus CBS online, Disney online. Come on. Like I was listening to a podcast the other day and the guy says he has about nine TV subscriptions plus a Spotify. How many have you got? Uh, We better give out our contact details. It's up on our screen. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, please do subscribe on YouTube. It makes us feel nice and warm when you you subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Um, And you can visit us on our official website, www.allthingstech.ie. We have to congratulate Simon again. Woo! That's like, you know, he's been away, but like he's being a daddy, you know, to a four-month-old baby boy, you know. Um, is 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 he the apple of daddy's eye, or is is that still Rebecca? Oh no, I'm. He's definitely daddy's boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, come into the room and arms and legs are going in all directions, like with excitement. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rebecca used to do that too. Actually, Rebecca still does that. that? <laughs> yeah, daddy. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're the, we're the good cops of of of, of, the, of the relationship. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, so. We were just, if you want to get in contact with us, it's the All Things Techie podcast um, or www.allthingstech.ie. Simon's at, at Simon Lang AV. I'm at Justin or Dawson, and you can find that all out. Uh, or you can actually 
use our official uh, Twitter handle, which is AB Tech Junkies, and all the details is popping up on the screen if you're watching us on YouTube. And please press that subscribe button. It makes us feel lovely and warm that people are actually listening to our ramblings about tech and audiovisual. But yeah, so but with with Sky doing that, Simon. Does that just open up the whole world more of like just dodgy streaming? Like, like I, I, I hand on heart. Rem- remember the days where, you know, <laughs> okay, let's date, 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 date this program a bit and show our age. But I remember there was a satellite shop that was on my family home street in South Dublin where people would queue around the corners and like, literally the guy was literally taking the sky card. Remember you used to have the sky cards in the encoded boxes and he was just going boop, 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 boop and charging each one of them maybe £10 a pop and just reprogramming the, the sky cards. Then we had the little encoder boxes that used to decrypt the, the signal and then sky... Yeah brought out Nagra 3 or Nagra 4 which like encrypted the signal every like millisecond so that was the end of that because yeah, cause, cause I would have I wouldn't have been a sky person I would have been on the other side which was the cable UPC or yeah and yeah. you just used to take your TV cable plug it into the back of this dodgy box and bing you had all you had all your all the movies all the movie times I can't remember did it have a card it might have had a card or if not it was just decoding it to the stage now where like people are getting their streams via dodgy streams on premium versions where it costs them 50 or 60 dollars a year ip these i like ip providers and app on your tv yep and there you go you got them pay for the year so how do they crack down on this or can they there's always going to be something the minute they knock they do something someone will counter it and i think it's just going to be a constant battle for that but like when you're talking about this like sky going to online and getting rid of the dishes they kind of already have been doing it through now tv which is what we have absolutely so we you pay a monthly instead of having a a 24-month contract we have a monthly i think that's i think that's the way like people have to and all these tv providers have to cop on and just go no, we, people don't want to be in long-term contracts anymore. Like we go, I, I, I go from TV to mobile phone. Like I updated to a 5G mobile phone. It cost me 400 euro. People will, they, the telephone companies will still try and lock you into, oh, do you want a free phone? Yeah. No, that would. That's what I did. 20, what I did. 20, 24 months, right? 24 months and you're, char- being, you're being charged some at sometimes. Oh yeah, do you want all the all all you can eat data and calls, and then like you all of a sudden you realize your tariff per month is sixty euro a month. You paid the phone nearly five times over. Yeah, like the the beautiful thing is, I'm I'll admit I'm with Virgin Mobile. My bill is twenty euro a month, hmm. and I have all the all you can eat data. You know, so I was listening to a podcast today of someone in the states, and I think I'm not, I think it's Verizon. But I think Verizon has done away with um, phone upgrade deals. They don't. They don't. Have, they don't. And they're a major operator. Rightly so. A major operator. So I think it seems to be a thing that's coming that eventually people will just cheaper, cheaper rates of of your bands or tariffs, and you just buy your own phone from Amazon or wherever you want to buy it from. And I think it's probably going to go that way eventually because there's because really here in Ireland there's only Vodafone and Tree and maybe tesco are the only ones yeah that have phones locking do you know what contacts. i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna just bad my three now sorry i'm gonna bad my three three you deserve to be bad mate for this my wife i got my wife out of her contract uh last month jen and i i, I literally brought her over to virgin mobile five euro for the first six months uh, 25 thereafter all you can eat I think it works off the three network okay right fine it works off the three network but why isn't three offering the same type of deals like this okay so got a got her she, she took my old sim free phone so I was able to just buy the sim and just stick it in but then I get notification after I switched her away from three to, to Virgin uh, Mobile that oh you owe us a bill 
I couldn't log into her online account because I had switched away. So I get on the online chat. It takes me 14 minutes to get through to an agent and another 20 minutes of the agent trying to get the account details. And did I know how much? So I gave the the normal GDPR security questions. Mm. And then he starts asking me, like, oh, do you know how much your last bill was? It's like, but I've given you my wife's name, address, date of birth, and you still want to know, like, what a last bill is for security purposes. It's like, and I'm trying to give you money. I'm trying to pay <laughs> the last bill so we are even and quits and I can leave you alone and I can go over to the net network. And they said, oh, you just want to pay a bill. Well, you know, you could just ring this number. It's like, why didn't you tell me that? And why is it not on your site nearly mm. 50 minutes ago? It's, why, like, I don't understand. Like, they're great at sales, but some of, the, some of these phone support companies. Because customer support is, can be awful. Yeah. yeah. People are looking for quick and fast solutions, not waiting... 40 minutes for even a person to connect. I I find, to be quite honest, that I really love the whole aspect of Virgin Mobile ha- use WhatsApp. WhatsApp, you can literally send a message, leave it alone, come off, go off and do something else and come back and the agent has answered you. And then you can go, like, maybe... And usually when the agent answers you and you respond, I they're there quite quickly. Or if you if it takes some time if you if you're busy busy with work, you can just communicate with them with WhatsApp until the ticket is ready is finished and they've solved your problem. I can't think of any other phone company that actually uses WhatsApp to, to do it. And it's I really think that is the way forward, like to to do the, the customer support. I think it's fantastic. It's, it's modern and it's quick. Like I've seen some sites use Messenger, which is the Facebook one. Hmm. Um, but not, I haven't heard of any phone companies using it. Yeah. 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 No, well, a lot of them use the social media outlets. And then they, you have the Twitter, you have to complain, complain, complain on the main feed before they go, oh, like if you have a problem, like please direct message us. You know, and as, until you start shouting that they go, oh, please direct message us <laughs> and we'll look into this for you. And that customers shouldn't have to do that. Like if you if you look at ninety percent of these social media outlets for um, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile, three, they're all ninety percent of them is complaints. I, you don't really see customers coming online and saying anything good on social media about about their phone companies, yeah. or even even or any of your electricity or gas providers. They don't really be saying positive things. Oh, yeah. Like, thanks for all that electricity you're giving me at such a cheap price or whatever. whatever well, look, whatever, we're, we're going up. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to plug that. Like, do do uh, read my next article in the Higher Ed AV magazine because I'm going to be talking about, you know, campus life. Is it should, should it be li- live in person? Should it be uh, online? And I say, no, it should be hybrid. And explain what the real world of hybrid is and why yeah. after 18 months nearly 19 months before when we're now returning to campus why oh why has not all the universities in ireland started going hybrid and it's gives the student the choice to turn up in person or stay at home yeah i can't understand why why it's not there i i really can't we had we've had 18 now Look, Simon, you're you're back out uh, physically around installing and looking at buildings. Still weird. Uh, do, have you have you noticed the traffic get busier? Has oh, yeah. is everyone is everyone back in the office? Yeah. No, I think so. I was at a client this week, and they basically are up to twenty five percent. And by Christmas, they're going to be fifty, and they reckon by mid next year, they're going to hit seventy five percent capacity in the office. And it will never go beyond that again. That they no, no, never beyond seventy five, right? That's percent. 
So they they believe that it's it's there is going to be a kind of a hybrid life, and I think that's becoming the norm, even in tenders and in projects and stuff that we're seeing, that it is seems to be this hybrid approach. Then you think of companies like um, we had a big announcement this week in PwC in the US have said a large number of their staff can be at remote or in a high um, for the rest of their life. And I think it's only fair. Like we, you know, trust your employee. You've asked them to work from home for the past 18 months. Why should they have to go back onto? And productivity hasn't dropped. Productivity has actually gone up. Exactly. Yeah. So in most cases. I get it. Like some days, you know, we're both parents of young kids. Some day, like, and my wife, Jen, has said, are you going on to campus today? Why? Because I want rid of you. I don't know that I've done that to you, Simon, no, yet. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> Come back. Mind. <laughs> Change the snappy. <laughs> no, uh, no, it, it's, uh, yeah. I think, I think there's a balance. There's days I got to say I, I could, I feel I need that um, social interaction a bit more. But it's not even a social, it's just con- connection with other people and conversations that you're trying to bash out a solution to a problem yeah and, you, and sometimes you have to do that physically just be in the same room and we've had that where they've kind of just gone in and we've we i say we it's like a royal we in my case because i'm usually not the one the people going in but they've gone in and it's like just sit around the table and just go will this work this work and as well as it can work over teams call sometimes it's just easier in person well i, I never forget my colleague patrick who i work with you know trying to demonstrate like a virtual event software through a virtual event platform. So using Zoom to demonstrate other virtual event platforms before Zoom events came out um, in the last quarter. So it was a nightmare because we're trying to, you know, we're trying to remote, and it's because people weren't on campus yet. That was a nightmare trying to display this to one virtual software to another and just go and they really like you know. trying to do is like we're going to we're going to demo some presentation software through presentation software yeah it, it just yeah it, <laughs> it really didn't work and um, so you, you you but i, so, I yeah I, so i think uh, so i think as a whole most companies are not going to go back to full 100 percent capacity i think a lot of companies are just going to be in the 50 to 70 maybe 80 percent but then there's a lot of companies like i know one neighbor who worked for it works for a company and they were told oh you can work from home for the next 24 months and that now it's tur- sort of turning around and going okay well the restrictions aren't 24 months so we can want you back on on site and by the way we've moved our building to she's living in north dublin where i am and she, her business has now gone to far south dublin so she has a good hour and a half commute each morning. Mm. Now, currently they're asking for two days a week, but she has the fear that, that this is going to increase. Is like has there been companies that promised the online approach and now changing the mind and doing the whole boomerang effect and I think isn't Google even a bit like that? Wasn't there a whole thing about Google people having to go back on site as well? And they were trying to, because those companies are set up for keeping you in the building. When you think about it, where they provide all the services and the, the social stuff and everything in the building. So the fact you're not in the building, are they, I don't know, are they, are they finding a disconnect? I don't know. I know, like in the sense of the, the company I work for, the the people are are um, no longer in the Dublin commuter belt. Like people are like down in the regions, and, and this is it. they're not going to come back to the office unless they have to every day. Yeah. They're not going to make that because I know someone that's moved up to Donegal as an accountant and was working remotely for the past eighteen months, and super. Like, and this like. And we'll put up some of the information in our show notes. There is a big turnaround and people leaving their jobs for this reason. There is a a big call of going, you know, okay, there's the COVID contemplation. I switched switched my job during COVID. 
you switched your job during COVID. Yeah. yeah. To like and and then you just go afterwards. Like people people it gave people time to think of job satisfaction versus life and so forth. We must before we go on, I'm gonna play a little video in the middle of this, and this is from Foils Arms and Hog. Do you ever watch the the comments? Yes. Have you seen that video of them going back into the workplace? Yes. I don't remember, but I, I usually, I'm told about them all the time. So yeah, because they're very popular at home. Yeah, they they they're the one. I'll, I'll play it. Okay, let's just go on ten there now, Kevin. Will we kick off the meeting? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Yeah, I I can hear you. Okay. Um. So. Uh, I was looking at the marketing strategy globally for the digital products of... Is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, all good, my end. Yeah, well, I was just saying that the strategy we have at the moment is not as aggressive as it should be. I have a simple... Is there a problem, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, it's just you made a face when I was, when I was talking there. Oh, God, you can see me. Yes. Sorry, I normally have the camera off for these meetings. We're in the same room. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm just getting used to being back in the office. Okay. Sorry I'm late. Uh, Wi-Fi issues, you know yourself. John, you're still in your dressing game. Oh, sorry, I'm still getting used to not working from home. Suit and tie, John. In the workplace. Very basic stuff. Right, we're just going to restart the meeting. So I was explaining to Kevin about the marketing strategy. Now, there he goes again. we should definitely be boring. in a way... Is there something wrong, John? Hmm? You said boring as I was talking there. You said boring. Yes, um, because I uh, normally have my microphone off for these type of meetings. Do you? Okay, we're just going to push on. Why don't we have a look at the daily account? Kevin, can you open page three, shipping and invoices, please? Yeah, I have that open, looking at it now. But you've got nothing in front of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, the attachment with the email didn't send, I don't think. I gave it to you in person 20 minutes ago. I'll get on to IT. And where's Tom? The meeting started 10 minutes ago. He's just out there. Yeah, he's been there for ages. What's he doing out there? We well, have to let him into the meeting. Yeah, you're the host. Okay. Kevin, you can't eat cereal in here. Right, I forgot. John! Yeah. What the hell do you think you're doing? Oh, sorry, sorry. You're not at home anymore, right? This is a place of work, and a certain amount of professionalism is- Oh, hi, Ted, how are you? I'm still recovering after that night over Deirdre six weeks ago. We must have you over for dinner, we'd love- yeah. that, That's the dogs, they're running wild around here today, hang on. Okay, why don't we just wrap it up there for today, okay? We'll, we'll pick the meeting up tomorrow when we're feeling a little fresher and wearing appropriate clothing. So will you end the meeting or will I? The meeting's finished. I can end the meeting for everyone. Yeah, whatever. So it's over? Yes, yes, I've signed out. Okay, great, uh, bye. What a load of shit. I'm gonna take the rest of the day off. Guys! Oh God, no, we're stuck in here till five. Because then the other side of it, I've heard of the conversation is there's people who who have been struggling at home because and they're like two people fighting for each end of the kitchen table because they're in a small apartment a problem, yeah. trying to yeah work and have co private work conversations even though it's your your partner or your spouse well and my wife has, has said the exact same thing now a good majority of the time i could be recording or it could be supporting virtual events so my microphone is muted but my wife is very conscious of the fact that i work upstairs and trying to keep the kids quiet downstairs while i'm working upstairs hmm. which does and doesn't work, you know, so. But I think I know at least there's been a cultural shift that kids and animals and people interrupting calls is an ex it's become an acceptable. Yeah. That's just part of life now. I but think I think it's, it's like if we're physically back in buildings, we should have like bring your pets and bring your kids to, to work days more than. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. That would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now, who would who? Okay, here's the question: Who would you rather bring? Would you rather bring Rebecca into work with you, or would you rather bring Ben into work with you? Now, difference between a baby and a small girl. I think she she she'd be bored after a while. So, whereas Ben would like well just fall asleep on your lap and then yeah, yeah the cuddles. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know, I know. Roisin loves to come up the stairs at the moment uh, in her one and a half to nearly two and two months time, and uh, a one month time as well, and literally uh, just come in and go, "Daddy," you know, and like everyone goes, "Oh, who's the little girl?" And because I'm wearing the headphones, I use a microphone in front of me, you know, 
she she sort of grabs the mic and starts playing with it and moving it around, but like no one else, <laughs> she can't hear anyone else. I I stuck the headphones on her today and she just froze, just went, oh, what, what? <laughs> who's this person? Where are they? Yeah. So okay, face what what broke the internet last week, Simon? Um, I don't know what happened because there was no Facebook, no WhatsApp, no Instagram. This is all the people out there taking their selfies on pictures of their dinners. Must have just had Twitter was working. That was that was amazing. And uh, I, I, I loved I loved the, the quote uh, saying, well, at least YouTube kids are still operating. You know, <laughs> God forbid if YouTube kids coming down at the same time. But like, it, it felt it, do you know what? It felt that that my like um my virgin mobile and my vodafone like i've dual sims in i couldn't get internet connection on either of my or data connection on either out here in in lusk it was uh, it seemed to to come down whatever was going on like i gotta say i'm not i'm not getting many phone calls so it doesn't really bother me too much and it's like and i didn't hear virgin media wasn't affected in terms of internet yeah because that was still working here at home. It was so weird, but I I switched Jen over to Virgin Mobile, yet I could not get any data coming through my phone or couldn't hotspot it or anything. And Jen just went, I'll just use mine, and she was able to get it. I was like, I have dual SIMs in my phone. How come you're getting into it and I'm not? (laughs) I should be getting something on one of them, at least. One of them, yeah, yeah. But do you believe that... Okay, Facebook have come out and said, oh, our backbone went down and it was a bit of a a coding problem that ran through the DNSs. And, you know, I hate to be that person who actually acted. I I, I read a good article of how it was described that you are opening the keys to the door and then the door moves and then vanishes. And then you can't remotely get find where that door has actually disappeared Mm. to. That's pretty much what happened because the whole backbone of it went down. Now, do we believe that? It's possible. Or was it a hack? I think think someone would have to be seriously good to hack Facebook and WhatsApp and Instagram. I think to bring all of them down, I think you'd... I, I would actually really trust there was a human error or something done or an update that was not right but even with redundancy around the world there must have been a major part of the backbone affected when you think about your often your facebook account is on a server here we we know from working in big financial firms and we know from you always have a redundancy of if one goes down you can and it's absolutely 100% 100% duplicated or maybe 98% duplicated that you can flick a switch and you can bring up the, the other server. Mm. How come it took Facebook so long? I don't know. It must have been like, because I know like what, what the, the article talks about the routing table. Yeah. And that's kind of like, okay, that's the table of how you get, how you find Facebook and stuff like that. And, it's um, I don't know. Like, if you can't find, if all of a sudden it, Facebook disappeared in the morning, what would happen? I'd like imagine WhatsApp, Facebook, and Instagram, Google, all being out. Ouch! Like, think about what's left. Yeah, but like, it, there's it, not very that, much left. What's that the reason that like Vodafone and all the mobile companies just ground to a halt was people sending sms messages again were they actually picking mm. up the phone and physically ringing people like you know how how heavily do we rely on the likes of whatsapp to send messages to send videos to send audio messages yeah without without actually physically ringing someone but i'd, I'd be curious like so i wouldn't say i'm a high user of all those I look at them but I'm not a mass, but I'd love to be somewhere like say a student campus when that went down or somewhere where they really rely on those applications. You know what? Like I love to see at times the traffic that goes through some of these places. I I know at the beginning of COVID, 
Um, we had Joe over in the States and we had um, a couple of other people on, on that. I'll have to pull out the episode number. But like that gave us reports of like just literally how many Zoom calls were going on from his campus that day. And like their, their servers able to handle it. Um, the amount of internet, the amount of internet traffic, the amount of video calling, the amount, all that time just when COVID kind of hit, just went up, 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 up. And it's amazing. Like you think about it, the internet was still able to handle it. Mm. And we probably haven't gone down too much. Like, like that level's probably gone up and stayed. There has been reports that as soon as Facebook got hacked or Facebook went down, there's people saying, oh, I've got like this many accounts on the dark web. Please pay me. Now, mm. you say to yourself, some hacker that says I have 5,000 or 10,000 accounts on the dark web and all that, all this data. Well, there's a lot of redundant Facebook accounts on mm. on the internet. Like, um, I don't know, have you ever played around with the, the website haveibeenporned.com or porn.com? Again, stick up the, the, the link in the show notes. But you can literally type in your email address and see, is, has you been... Has been at, sold or... Has, has any of the data been set? I typed in, I have too many email addresses, but I typed in some of my old ones. I noticed that, all right, that it has been my one of my email addresses um, was attacked and subject to data claims with regards to a couple of years ago, Netflix being attacked and Facebook being Mm. attacked. And I think a couple of LinkedIn at one stage being attacked. But you know what? I think it's the type of information look i noticed that ever since putting the sim cards into my dual phone that you could still get all those junk i've got to the stage of going if i don't recognize the phone number i don't answer on my mobile yeah. oh yeah we, I, i'm getting like two or three a day at this point but like you you really question like and again this is a sort of irish for any of our international listeners they are taking some of the phone numbers and making them Dublin phone numbers and even making them landline phone numbers that are masked as Garda or police force phone numbers. How is the Garda really jumping, jumping up and down and going, we have to do something about this? And I, I'm not, I, I'm, I never would claim to be a networking expert, but surely they can cut out this if they just kept the network or the back end local you would think i don't like i don't know how it happened like like it seems to have spiraled from this hse yeah um attack that was a couple of months ago at this point where they where a lot of data was was got but i don't know if that's where it's come from or like in the sense of like my work phone number is not like it's on the company website, but like if anyone gets forward your mail, forward your mail, it could get into yeah. the wrong hands. But I, it's not like I splash my personal one around the place. Yeah. yeah. So you do wonder. Yeah, it is interesting. Or is it just simple a lottery where they literally dial everything from zero 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 one all the way up? Like and I say that's the way they it does it, but how they can mask it as a landline that is mm. an Irish number like Irish guards or something like that is crazy. And the numbers um when they when you answer it, it's someone in Chinese or something speaking to you. Yeah, or yeah, or an automated message mm. to call us back. I'm gonna share this link with you. I thought this was pretty cool. Um this is Amazon Glow is the video chat gadget built with with built-in games for kids. I I like this. It's it, it sort of like that, but is it is it copying the Facebook portal a bit? Mm. Amazon has has never shielded away from making strange gadgets that require a bit of explanation. But the new Amazon Glow might take the prize for the strangers in several years. It's a video conferencing device that also a tabletop projector built into it. So this is cool. 
Yeah, interesting. Um, $299. $299. What's the purpose of the projector in it? Is is it is it actually catching hand movements? You know, like so when you look at it, is is it the person kind of like the equivalent of? Do you ever remember there was like the infrared keyboard? Yeah, it looks it looks like that, that. Kind of thing. And um, hey, if it, if it, if it if it teaches kids to read, and it looks like that's the whole process—a bit of a mix of physical paper and projector pointing down so it it's sort of like doing the the opposite of a um a data projector and it's actually taking the the image and bringing it back in interesting concept yeah that they're and they're actually promoting it not just as a school thing they're promoting it as a family social interaction thing between grandparents and kids and stuff like that um as well so and you can play games and stuff on it and so it's it, um interesting idea like it looks a bit weird of a box but it's still kind of cool you know there's so many new phones coming out and um, the pixel phone can now automatically record and upload and in a, a video in an emergency the new pixel uh phones from google that's interesting i thought that was very cool um but with trade shows opening again, Simon, you you, you just sent me a message earlier on that IC is open again. Yeah, I registered for this morning for the next year in Barcelona. Now here's well, a question. How how expensive is Barcelona going to be? And are you going to attend that's that's February, like it's it no it's done. It's it's not that far away, but I think I probably would. I think I think the access to the tech is 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 get is harder online. I think we need to actually get them physically twisted, turn we it. We do. I I I'd be like they're gonna have to come up with some ways of keeping it sanitized and clean and it's all like that. Interesting though, like watching a lot of the AV tweets online, and it seems that even though Infocom is in a couple of weeks' time, it seems that. A good few people are still holding off and just saying, "No, I'll wait till 2022." Yeah, I think it seems to be. I think everyone's nearly like going, "This Christmas is the last," and then it's kind of normal, normalizing from then onwards to going back to shows and stuff like. But I've, like I've seen micro shows appear where I guess they're controlling the numbers going in. That you've a time. There's slot. been a lot over in England. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of of small little. Shows like even I noticed that there was the UC twenty twenty one there. Um, there's the AV Awards that's happening next month as well. Chris and Tim are going over to that. Um, there's the there's been you know, a few digital signage ones. There's been a couple of digital signage ones, but I I noticed like there's been for um the types of user collaboration and and stuff like that that some of these people like D ten have been in. Two or three places that have had trade events at the same time, um, mm. in the space of a week, um. So yeah, but I did, I did notice something on the on the ISC registration. I thought it was interesting that it says there is no paper badges, um. Your badge is a digital, um, on your phone or the ISC app, which will be coming out next year. So I think it is better. Yeah. Interesting. You walk around and everyone looks at your badge so they know who you are when you turn up. So it's, it would be interesting to see how that's going to work. Well, that as well of like, how are they going to physically get you to, yeah, the days of ISE where you're wearing a lanyard and everyone scans your lanyard, you know, trying mm. to, trying to give you, to send you or try and sell a lot of things to you. Mm. Yeah. So now it's your you're th- control of that. Well, you know what? I think it should be a bit more of an opt-in type of approach. That if it's again going with hybrid type of trade show affairs, that I'm working in higher ed, I want to hear from the following companies, mm. and it should be an opt-in rather than people scanning your badge everywhere you go, trying to. Yeah, you stand still in front of our booth. Thank you. Scan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
so yeah so it, so yeah shows are starting to come back well in you know what like I, I think i think like again time like we have bluetooth enabled devices that surely that if you walked into a booth and stuff that uh it should be able to pick up that you've been in this booth and mm. send you request to send information that way as well or is it going to be like okay if you want info you have to show up that qr code on your Do you phone you know where i was where with i know this is sort of going off point but had amazing tech that i you know i know it's been in existence for a while and amazon shops like physical amazon shops used to have the whole idea of that like i pick up a pint of beer and I walk out the door, and it knows that I picked up a pint of beer out of the out of the. They're going. Bridge. They're in London now as well. But have you been to the Catalan here in in Dublin? No. I I, I walked it like I I I was looking for, um, what was I? What was the main? Oh yeah, ten pegs because I was trying to pay down my son's trampoline in the back garden because I noticed that. A good gust of wind will send this trampoline over the wall and into the neighbor's garden. So I got some, but the Catalan has everything. I know it's a UK type of base of store, but I got to the checkout and uh, the woman said, Oh, yeah, you can take uh, till number four there. I'm like, So I actually turned around and said, Sorry, where's the scanner? Like the, the barcode scanner. You just dropped them into the, the basket and it knew that, like, I dropped in a t shirt. I dropped in a hoodie. I dropped in the tent pegs. I was like, how does it know mm. the exact size? Like, and you sort of want to drop them in slow, going, Jesus, okay, right. It, but, I thought that was fantastic. But it's interesting because it's, it's not quite related, but when you go to the library here, now when you're borrowing your books, you literally scan your library card and you load your pile of books onto a reader and it just reads the whole pile of books and then goes, you have all these books gone, done, thump, and you walk out. That's your books checked out. Yeah. And that's RFID. Yeah. But still, it's like... Well, and, that, and that's it. I think I think they have to use the likes of RFID and Bluetooth over at ISE. Mm. Now, but, but, yeah, I think, and it's a great show of the tech. Yeah. I, I just hope it did. Like, it... It comes back and there is some parties again. Um, I see. I see. Chuck is trying to do AV Roki over in at Infocom again. I just hope the the numbers are there again and mm. people aren't holding off too much for twenty twenty two. I know LTSMG is uh, online. LTSMG at home. That's happening next month. Um, Scoms again was virtual, but yeah. I'd, and then you just go. Right, well, are people going to hold off from ISE and wait for Infocom in Vegas? Or will they actually attend ISE? You know, I, I think I think as countries seem to be opening up and the level of vaccination compared to, say, February or June when they moved it twice um, this year to February next year is going to be a massive difference. So I think I think a lot more people are going to travel. Yeah. I I I think so. I think so. I think so over too. Christmas, or yeah. over the winter months. Yeah, I think I think people had a bit of fear last year, and they they can't do it the second year mm. in a row. Like I look, we stayed at home for Christmas last year, and then the lockdown hit, and then you just say, do we do we really want to stay at home this year, or mm. you know, go out? And and, I and and the same. I think that's going to be a bit, bit like that with ISE. Like if if you don't have to isolate. If you don't yeah. have to any of that stuff, people will travel when they have to go and when they come back. But if you have to isolate, that's going to be a determining factor. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um shortage of equipment. Now that that's the other thing I think about Infocom um in a few months' time, or not even a few months' time, in a couple of weeks' time. It's like I think a lot of things are going to be demoed, but if people well, wanted to buy things, you know, it's not there. You know, you're the you, you told me that the latest one is shortage of HDMI cables. Hmm. There just seems to be a general shortage of because HDMI cables now seem to have chips in them. Yeah. And chip and they're just getting a shortage of them. But 
like suppliers are are offering dates in early 2022 for now, i'm not going to call out any av company or anything like that but i still believe there is a bit of favoritism of customer bias towards by av companies that will go oh this is a financial firm versus this is and you know oh we, we actually if we can get in this product we know that we can get more money off this financial firm than we can get off a higher ed institution i think i think the waiting list sometimes is longer for and we're pushed down the pecking order for the larger companies i don't and i don't know about that bitch but company but yeah i can understand it but i, I it I definitely still it. exists you know like supply and demand can we get is it right no but if the company thinks i can get more money from a private mm. institution versus a public sector institution of course they're going to do it and you know in most cases projects are based on on who on the deadlines and i think for in in a lot of i've seen anyway i think a lot of education related installs were planned oh, don't don't don't, don't oh, look yeah. like because the budgets come in at a certain time during the year and all of a sudden that it goes through so many management loopholes and they might put a request in for new equipment in august that they want delivered by September get global shortages that's the way it doesn't actually happen that way you know because that was something that was like a kind of a side side conversation one day was why does education always wait to July late July August to plan upgrades where they should be planning them back in April and May so that when colleges finish in late May June that's when the work starts Mm. And it's just it's just one of those random industry things. I, I don't know why. It just seems to I don't think have you seen a pickup more like I know I'm not trying to aim this at your company, but there is I think there is a bigger pickup of education doing things now post COVID, just realizing, oh shit, we should have done this years ago. Or done it during COVID when it was the off when everyone was at home. And yeah. the rooms are free and but like yeah. I, I, I I say there is a bigger push by higher ed vertical to to actually get with the times and get with technology than what when, was pre-covid when you, when you hear some of the major universities in the uk have gone completely virtual and now their students are anywhere in the world it's now a competition to the irish-based universities that you could have a qualification so from oxford or cambridge they can offer so much more okay here we go simon i must ask this question then you know you mentioned the smiths catalog earlier on yes what tech toys would you like for christmas i actually haven't even thought about me yeah tech toys you know it's kind of like going what do i need to make you my have, office you have life? a new month old son you're you're just glowing on the fact that like i can buy things and say like it's for ben rather than it's for me you know like i like the look of these baby toys i want to play with them because i haven't even thought about like like it's so funny. I'm 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 looking here to my side, my other screen, and the, I have the website open, and there's a picture of a Surface tab. Mm. Um, I and I got that. to say, I are a Surface Go three is actually what. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at the new uh, Surface. I, I would, I would, I I would think I'd love to to see how because I know if they're used by some people in my company, so, um. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having one to play with, just to try. If you go to a site, is Again, it easier for we'll, commissioning sorry. and all that stuff to gather that information while with it? And it's just gimmick. It, 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 it's these devices going to be available? Like, okay, we talk about shortage, okay, and then the shortage, and there's the Apple slash Microsoft slash Sony, and I'm, I'm going to throw Sony in there because I'm talking about gaming consoles. Microsoft with game consoles, but the even before COVID, there was I always thought this whole idea of supply and demand, especially when it, on the run up to Christmas, mm. where it's like, oh, we have a new product. Oh, but there's only like five hundred being delivered to every store across the world, and the people will rush out and queue up because they think there's a shortage. 
which now, is a very is, good marketing there, ploy. Very good marketing ploy, but there is a shortage. There is a oh. global shortage now. Um, but do you think there's still a bit of clever marketing when it comes to, like, for example, like Smith's Ireland's toy store here, they seem to have been getting the new PlayStation um, maybe five one. 26, yeah. 27 is a PlayStation. I don't even know what yeah. number it's on at this point. Yeah, but like they, they seem like, <laughs> oh, we only are getting 100 into the store, so people rush off and get them. Mm. Uh, now, is there a shortage of these consoles, really, or is it COVID? Who knows? Yeah. And, and that's just it. And I think the the supply, the chips and the supply and demand and the catch up with the stock and all that stuff is just all hitting at the same time. And we're using chips in absolutely everything now. Like I've heard of chips in electric toothbrushes, I've heard of in just like so random things that you go, why would you have a chip in that? And all of a sudden they're not being able to supply it. So I don't know. It's, it, I know from a work perspective, we've been definitely hit. I've been looking at like the graphics on the the PlayStations on the Xbox and go, I would like one of them. And then like I don't have time to be a gamer anymore. No. I, yeah, I, I probably... played like two games on my phone, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's I literally what I'm doing at eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night when I'm waiting on the babies to sleep. So. <laughs> So you're not even clicking around social media anymore, or reading up on posts or anything like that. No. Very little, very little. Would you, would you, if you, if you had a laptop, would you play around with putting Windows 11 on it yet? I was considering it. I actually have one, but the problem is the window, the laptop is so small memory, you can't even take the latest Windows 10 upgrade. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely not going to take the Windows 11. Here's, here's one that was interesting. The, uh, Microsoft have come out, and I'll put this up on the show notes as well. The Ocean Plastic Mouse is an eco-friendly accessory. Instead of mice that are plastic that are getting thrown out, we talk about chips. Well, that's the only thing that's in a mouse now is a laser. And if the laser goes, which very rarely does. And a wireless transmitter. And a wireless transmitter. But apparently, like, you know, it's just plastic again. So they're making ones that are eco-friendly uh, ocean plastic mouse by Microsoft. Hopefully, they're not dissolvable by water. If someone spilled a glass of water on well, the desk, I never actually <laughs> thought about that. But now that you, you mentioned it, yeah, it could. Yeah, but I can't. Do you know what? I still can't get over the price of like some of the Mac products. You know, I got then um, a new iPad, twelve inch iPad Pro, oh. twelve inch. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't mind one of those. Just to play. And, and and it has a pen. The pen, one hundred and fifty euro. Mm. I said you better hide this pen because we have babies in the house that like to chew things. If it gets damaged, you're replacing it. Because like I've seen, I've I've okay. So this is another tangent for a second on that. Yeah, I, I was there's a guy who I follow on podcasts and he does um, religious imagery. And he draws on his iPad and and creates drawings for cups and paintings and pictures and all this kind of stuff. But I actually would never have thought of the iPad as a like in a sense of your canvas and your pen and the pen. And that's pretty much what Jen got it for. Yeah. And I'm just like, I would love to see how good it is. Like it how is. accurate it, 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 the I play with because I procreate. On, on the thing, which is $10, which is, you can use it, the Adobe products as well, and Photoshop mm. and everything like that, and go down that rabbit hole. But like the pen, I was playing around with Procreate, and you could do different brush strokes, and you can have the thinnest of the thinnest of pen, and you could be wow. doing the sketching, and everything. yeah, very impressive. But again, these iPads and, um, my MacBook Air that I got for work has the M1 chip, which I just realized has a lot of big problems of being able to dual screen. And it's not the docking stations, it's the actual M1 chip. I don't understand why. Is but... the M1 chip the first Apple? Apple, because they were Intel until yes. recently. Is that the, the first um, chip made by Apple? Is that what? 
it could I don't, be. I'm not an Apple person, so I... And that could be the reason. That could be the reason. Yeah, but, you know, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's one of these times where you just go, it's your own hardware, so get your software to work with your hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't understand why it doesn't. Um, yeah, because I've often looked at the refurbished Apple stuff just just so I could learn how to use it. Because I can like, you get fed up looking at Windows, you know how it works. Yeah, you learn yeah. something new. Yeah, well, that's that's it. Um, so so have you you haven't really apart from the surface, you haven't really thought about tech toys or anything that you want. No, like as, as I only got I got a, we were talking about new phones. I got a new phone. For two weeks ago as well so i think that is my tech toy really to play with Um, there's nothing i need for work i got i got a new i got two monitors i don't really know what else i need for work to make my work more fun i like like if, if you ask me i was joking with the on a recent call with crestron i was saying i'd love one of the, they have a new team's desk phone which is a team's call with a phone and all like that but it's like a, basically a tablet Mm. I'd love one of those to play with. Just I like, to... you know what? I, I, I was looking at some new kit came in to work and we have the do, new D10 mates and goes. So the go is literally half the size of, like about twice the size and width of a normal Logitech webcam. And the quality is unbelievable. But then you look, you compare that to the old Crestron sound bars and video bars that you used to get underneath a big 55 inch monitor and you just go wow the technology has got smaller and neater that you could stick this on and they're not expensive because like if you have the tv you just literally plug and play the, this device into it and you have your, yeah. your zoom room because i seen on a call the other day who has jabra have a new new sound bar out and it does a 180 degree video Wow. It has three cameras on the front of it, and that looks really cool. And then Logitech still have their um, rally bar, which is really cool as well. So there, there's a few of those out there, and they're really good. And the technology is coming on, and Hudley seem to be getting their names seem to be appearing everywhere. Mm. That there's loads of products with the Hudley camera yeah, the being built. Cameras in. are neat, neat cameras. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like. It's like a small. They seem to have gone into a lot of partnerships with different manufacturers and they're in building the Hudleys into into the, into the, into the or they're using or Sony have a few like that as well. I think they're they seem to be using Sony camera chips mm. into this stuff. So it's just there's a lot of interest. That's what I'm gonna get because Infocom in the States will bring out some new tech. So yeah. probably if you had a, if we have another call with, after Infocom, you'd be surprised what other tech has just appeared. Mm for 2020 i can't remember did i read whether ces was being fully virtual again next year i think it's virtual i think so yeah i don't i didn't hear but you know things are changing so quickly yes yeah. so they, might, they might change their mind on that yeah mm. so where where are we going to stay in in in, in barcelona when we go to ISE? I don't know. I haven't even looked it up. I did see the the usual. They have these travel. You have travel deals, and you can get discounts on your flights and stuff like that. And but saying that, I have last time I was at an ISE, I was with uh, with my other the last company. Mm-hmm. But it's the first time I've, if I can get to go, would be with my new company. So so will you go for longer than just two days? Then is that what you're saying? I'm saying if I could, I would, but depends at home. Yeah, you're just a mission time. You're just going to ISE to sleep. You're yeah, because you're so tired after all the walking. When we were in in Amsterdam, imagine how tired you're going to be after Barcelona. Well, no, I'm just yeah. thinking like a, a night away from like Ben waking up every two hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that sleep is good, you know. Yeah, we just need a day of just like sleeping. Yeah. 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 In a bed that's twice the size that it is at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> You're still getting kicked out of the bed, then, are you? Yeah. 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 Okay. I think that I think we've covered everything. Yeah. We kind of yeah. But I think there's lots of random things versus yeah. Yeah, but don't forget if you want to get in contact with the program. I hope you bought your lotto ticket tonight, Simon. There's my winning no. lotto ticket. Nineteen million. Nineteen million. We might not even. We might have brand new studios. Um, by the by, the time we win the lotto, 
and uh, rather than just going to ISE, we will be owning ISE. Um, well, I, maybe the ISE is a bit more expensive than nineteen million. Yeah. Um, are, are you are you following the football? Are you seeing that the fact that like like Newcastle has pretty much been bought over by the biggest them about twenty times more richer than Man City now at the moment? No, but I used to be a, a Newcastle supporter years back. Yeah. So yeah. no, I've moved on. I'm no longer into soccer. I'm Formula One is my thing at the moment. Really? Formula yeah, One? Formula One and ice hockey. So Yeah. But yeah, oh, no, a... Formula One is the tech in form. I was watching actually just before this call, I was watching a video on on the tech in Formula One cars, and I'm just like there's a whole thing yeah. on Netflix about that, I think. Oh yeah, there's the TV. That's what got me back into it. So I used to used to watch it a lot years ago, and then I watched those recent. It was about a couple of months ago. So at the beginning of this season, I kind of got back into it. Well, don't forget, if you want to get in touch with it, it's been a pretty much a very much on the fly episode of the Old Things Techie podcast, catching up with Simon because like we we're just so uber uber busy, um, with bits of and pieces that's that's going on um i think time has that many projects that he just doesn't even know like when he can stop and take a break from from what's going on and do some learning and some videos and some training and advancing my skills well, you do have a load of new uh interns under you there in, in ct how are they getting on like i know we have to i have to catch up with john and the interns um but yeah, no, they're great. So, so half of them are with NEP Ireland at the moment, doing a lot of uh, live uh, rugby and soccer and stuff like that. So, and then the other bit are in with us working really hard on a lot of live projects at the moment and some of the installation projects that we're working on as well. So it's they're getting to see all parts of it. So it's still early. They're only about a month in now at this point. So, Do you see a big push now in a month's time when... Well, not even a month's time, a couple of weeks' time, when all the COVID restrictions are lifted, that CT will be asked for a lot of more live events. Going. Yeah, I think I think business is already probably going to start picking up for not for all all industries because like even things like theater is starting to open up again. I've seen they see loads of shows from the board Gosh in Dublin here, um, and so people who are kind of freelance all of a sudden are being kind of grabbed for big long production shows and stuff like that and in theaters so theater concerts and um, nightclubs are going to start coming are opening up shortly so we're going to start to see a bit more i know that doesn't affect my us and events but i think i think in general there's things are starting to open up so i think business is going to pick up but i think it's going to be a hybrid i think there's going to be a lot more well, we, that, that, we want you to support live, us and stream it's going to be more hybrid events like look let's let's, let's take for example, Gareth Brooks wants to come over to Croke Park now in in the summer of next year and he wants to do his five teams. And it's like, whoa, is this history repeating itself? But why wouldn't they try and why why isn't a big TV company jumping on board and going, Hold on, we could we could stream this, we could mm. charge people to watch this online, you know? Yeah, and stream or what they don't is theaters. Like there was a lot of free theater being done where they would go through the whole whole show with no audience and you paid to watch it and it's cheaper than the in-person tickets i'd be like going why wouldn't theaters offer this as a permanent thing going forward that yes okay there's a show on in west in the west end in london i'm not gonna be able to afford to go to the west end in london to watch this show or whatever but I, I would happily sit at home with my family watching a kid's play of some sort and happily pay the price of a ticket, a pass, a day pass, and watch the show. I think there's definite revenue stream. I think, I think there's definitely not just the live events like that, but if you talk about trade shows, like if you talk about Infocom and you know that like the trainers are there and so forth that are going to, be giving the likes of CTS Prep and CTSI and stuff like that. Why can't that be done as a hybrid model, and um, mm. that someone could dial in and and pay for the course and yeah, pay for people are willing to pay for those really good courses. Well, I know like universities are still holding back from both faculty and 
admin staff and even support staff traveling yet. I don't know when it's supposed to be lifted, but mm. yeah, it's it you know, and that's where I I know I, I believe a lot of management, both public and private, will still go. Do you actually physically need to be there, or will are they offering a hybrid approach? If they're offering a hybrid approach, you can join it that way. But Possibly. I. Yeah, it sounds like because like even things like meeting room installations now, it's all hybrid. It's about having the same experience as if you're in the room or at home, Mm. that there's no difference. So I'm starting like I think hybrid is going to be the word. I think we're just we're just going to be this. I I think that is going to be the buzzword. You know, like people talk about Zoom, people talk about Teams, but hybrid is going to be the word Mm. um, for for next year. Simon, I'm going to leave it there. If you want to get in contact with the program, it's allthingstech.ie at Simon Lang, AV, where hashtag AV Tech Junkies, where we actually had more tweets on our Twitter feed than, um, than Chris Nito in, in uh, a short while ago. Now, he gets more impressions. That's the only thing. But we had more tweets in one week than Chris Nito, which I just found that that was a bit bizarre. I, I couldn't understand that fully. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of AV tweets will debate uh, that actual <laughs> staff and fair play to them. I think they deserve to debate it because we didn't put that much effort into into doing that. Um, yeah, get in contact with us that way. You can also uh, visit our website where we have show notes and episodes of the past. Don't forget on YouTube, if you're watching us on YouTube, to like, comment, subscribe, press that subscribe button and you'll be notified of any new shows.